Hey, welcome back to uh, Writing is Hard Work, your indie podcast uh, about indie writing. Um, today I want to talk about a blog post that I just did um, called Five Surefire Ways to Melt Writer's Block. Uh, you're welcome to go read the blog. I have a whole bunch of um, uh, in- information, uh, links and stuff like you know, uh, research and stuff like that that's attached to this. Um, I'm not just throwing this out there as stuff that I do. It is stuff that I do to break writer's block. Maybe you're suffering from it right now. Um, but I, you know, I just, I think that writer's block is something that all of us deal with. I actually wrote a, um, a, a blog post about this, like, several years ago and I'm rethinking my words because for the past year I've had a pretty serious uh, problem with writer's block. Um, I mean, good grief. I'm a guy that wrote six novels, six or seven novels. Um, Some of them published, some of them not. Um, And eight, I guess eight novels if you you include the one I wrote when I was 16. Um, So it's not that I'm not prolific and it's not that I'm not running out of ideas. I I have a lot of ideas. Um, it's just that bringing those ideas to fruition sometimes is is a little difficult. Um, so I decided to kind of jot down five things that I do to try and break writer's block. And, and I've been using these, uh, these are some that I've just come up with this year to kind of get me moving forward. And I'll, hit another road roadblock and I'll try another one to kind of break that. And it has worked, uh, but my, my production of work this year has been very low. I think it has to do with the pandemic. It has to do with a lot of things. Um, I've got a lot of life issues I'm dealing with, um, that are hard. Um, but you know, I'm sure everybody deals with them. I mean, you know, you've got your Facebook persona, which is completely wrong. Um, but here are the five things, and I'm not going to say I have had writer's block as long as like Fran Lebowitz, <laughs> who claims to have had writer's block for decades. I really think she's being facetious with that because she does still write, she does still produce things. Um, but I'm going to talk about these five things. So the first one is, is is distract yourself. So I call distract yourself. And you're thinking, well, wait a minute. You're trying to focus on writing and get it done. Why would you want to distract yourself with things like Dungeons and Dragons and a TV show or, you know, read a book or whatever? Um, it's because studies have shown that this actually does um, help. Um as I wrote in the blog, a Harvard study, which I link in the blog, showed that divergent thinking and convergent thinking, which influence the novelty and feasibility of the creative product, respectively, increase creativity. Um, in other words, uh, they found that the more that you distract yourself, the more your brain begins to work on the problem in the background. And that's really what we're talking about in all of these is that somehow your brain, which is an amazing organ, will work on a background problem for a while. It'll it'll start cracking that nut that you can't crack um, while you're doing other stuff. 
The second one is sit in silence, which is kind of like some people meditate, some people just think of nothing. There was actually a guy that I I read about who uh, would sit and just look at the clock and watch the second hand turn around. (laughs) I'm not saying do that. But I think that sometimes when you sit and clear your mind, you you end up uh, hitting on that idea. And as uh, there's there's a Forbes article I link in the blog, said that uh, uh, the exact same regions that deactivated during concentration become super active when not focused on a specific task. That means increasing blood flow in your brain. This means a healthier, happier, more creative brain. Um, So these studies do show that this really does work. Third um, is to read a good book. Uh, Paul Heavenridge at Literacy Works states that neuroscientists have discovered that reading fiction can increase brain function on a variety of levels. And this is true. I mean, as a writer, it's probably one of the best ways for you to, you know, get um, ideas, uh, to think about good. I mean, I'm talking about reading good writing. I'm not talking about reading stuff that's just garbage. Just, you know, read good writing. And if you can, read like classical stuff, you know, like uh, great writers that wrote in the past, um, Stephen King says that if you want to be a writer, you must do two things above all others, read a lot and write a lot. And it's true. Um, you can read like a ton of stuff. I always found that whenever I read, uh, you know, fiction, I get ideas about how to do things when I see other authors doing certain techniques or certain dialogue styles or certain descriptive styles. Um, it kind of really inspires me to go back and try some of that, you know. Um, and as Stephen King said, you know, reading and writing. Uh, writing is the second way, and that leads me to the third thing, uh, or fourth thing, which is to journal or blog. Um, I write this blog um, on on writing is hard work, which has now been moved to my website, rogerdcolby.com. Um, it's one way that I break writer's block is to sit and write a blog post because whenever I'm having to try and make the blog post SEO friendly and I'm trying to, you know, come up with research behind the stuff I say and, you know, I'm trying to be like good old uh, Harlan Ellison, God rest his soul. Uh, He said, uh, you're not entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to your informed opinion. Everything else is just hot air and farts in the wind. Which, <laughs> it's true. And there's so many people out there have an opinion about something, but they don't really back it up with research or back it up with any kind of uh, study or anything like that. I'm I'm putting that in here. I'm putting those, those studies in here so you can see them. Um, but it's true that if you sit and write about stuff, it tends to help you to focus on uh, by working, it through, working through it and um, make, maybe doing a journal or doing a blog. Um, blogs, you have to go and do research and make links and stuff and connect to different things that you're saying. Um, journals are just kind of word salad can be, um, and sometimes those word salad it just kind of helps you to uh, focus down on what you need to do and helps your brain process that in the background. I use a app called Memories, and as far as I know, it's only used for Apple. Uh, there are a lot of other uh, journaling apps, but I like memories because it, what it does 
is it um, not only reminds you in notifications to, to write something, um, but it also encrypts everything that you write so you don't have to worry about somebody getting your weird thoughts. Because, um, you know, <laughs> writers are like the only people that will Google stuff like how to murder someone, <laughs> you know. Um, and, and you know, those, sometimes those Google searches might put you on a watch list. <laughs> You're just researching, trying to figure things out. Um, fifth is to take a nap. Yeah, this is the best one. Because, um, and there's a lot of science to back this up, but from personal experience, uh, some of the best ideas I've sprouted from, have sprouted from my mind have awoken me in the middle of the night. And I keep a uh, notepad by my bed. And when I wake up in the middle of the night with one of these ideas, I will go ahead and write it down. Now, whether it makes sense when I wake up or not, I don't know. Uh, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's like, why? Did, what in the world is this? I don't even know what this means. Um, but most of the time, it's like, God, that's such a good idea. And you know what? Sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and have to get out my laptop and just start writing something because it's just the spark happens, you know? Um, but yeah, take a nap or go to sleep on it. You know, they say sleep on it and you forget, man, that is so true. So true. A lot of science to back it up. I've clicked on the, you can click on that link in the blog to see that. So I'm interested, what are your go-to techniques to break writer's block? Um, you know, I, Another one is to uh, go look up writing prompts. It, you know, I'm just, that's that's a freebie. That's a sixth one, I guess. Look up writing prompts and go write on a writing prompt, like stick to the prompt and try to write on it. Uh, there's a lot of those available online. You can just search fiction writing prompt and there'll be lists and lists and lists of them. Um, I might, man, it might be a blog post next week. I have some good ones. Um, so, Again, if, if you have any questions or you want to reach out to me or, or touch base with me or whatever, just go to my website, rogerdcolby.com, and click on Contact and fill it out. Um, I also offer editing services on there. If you need an editor, I have an English degree, and I've edited for years and years and years. Um, so you can go on there. You can also find all my books on there if you want to buy one of my books and review it. I just I don't care whether you review bad or good. Um, just review it. <laughs> Helps me out. It really does. I read them and um, I take them seriously. Even bad reviews I take seriously, especially bad reviews. So um, I do write science fiction mostly. So if you don't write into that, then don't. But if you do, go ahead and check it out. All right. So um, until next time, I'm Roger Colby and this is Writing is Hard Work. Hard Work.